Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News brought to you by Quentin the Boy and the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always, and I'm going to Mike. Hello, Claire. Hey. And Alright. And this is our sister show to Quentin the Ball, where we take a delve into the weekly world of the weird that we found on the World Wide Web this week. It's a doozy, the Somalian news. This is actually got me on the fence for once. Is it? I'm on the fence with this. I thought you'd be all over it. I, I was, and then I, I did a little bit of digging and found out that this guy really can't be trusted very much. But he has con- he has testified under oath to Congress. So that's why, he's, that's why I'm on the fence a little bit. Leaning off the fence, but on it also. Mm. Right, so alien corpse is shown to Congress as UFO expert forces testify under oath. This is in Mexico. So they've been shown to Congress? Mexican Congress. I've seen this picture this yeah. week, I'm sure. I think you have, yeah, it's name. been all over the, the news, hasn't it? It has been all over Tinternet. Alleged non-human alien corpses have been displayed to Mexican politicians at the country's Congress. A self-described UFO expert, it wasn't me, although I described myself as that, claimed that, well, you can be an expert in it, can all the experts in <laughs> really talk all about it. We're all self-proclaimed with. UFO experts, we can, we can do that. Claim that the two small corpses are retrieved from Cusco in Peru, presented in windowed boxes in Mexico City on Wednesday, stirring excitement within the UFO conspiracy theorist community. The first thing I thought of was E.T. I'm seeing E.T. as well, a sort of real crusty version. Crusty E.T.? Yeah. Has he got the finger? (laughs) (laughs) Might as well have. The event was spearheaded by journalist Jane Moussan, who claimed under oath that the mummified specimens are not part of our terrestrial evolution, with almost a third of their DNA remaining unknown, reported Mexican media. Oh, so it's been tested as well? Allegedly been tested. Not been proven, though. What? Only what? tested by him. Oh, right. It says there, uh, the claims by the, by the self-claimed ufologist have not been proven. Uh, Mr. Uh. Musan has previously been associated with claims of discoveries that have later been debunked. But he's going under oath there, that's jail time. Fuck it, it looks like paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> it does a bit, doesn't could it? Be, could be 3D printing. Morph. It's a deformed morph. Morph's deformed brother. Can we have a look at the other pictures? It says there's three, doesn't it? Yeah, listener, you, you can see these pictures. Go online, type in Mexican alien corpses into Google. You'll get it. We start look now. So there's E.T. in his little little silk bed. X-rays of the specimens. They're tiny, aren't they? They are. They aren't very big. They're like what? A couple of feet. A foot, foot and a half, maybe. Yeah, no, no bigger than two feet. Oh. It does go to make you wonder why, if they were fabricated and faked, why would they make them quite? Unusual, like size-wise and things like that. You try and make them more fitting to the general description of your your greys, wouldn't you? If you wanted, if you were faking it to try and be believable, you'd go with something that we've been described for fifty, sixty, seventy years. Four foot tall. Yeah, they obviously started making these in nineteen eighty-four. As you watch DT at the cinema. Well, one of them, the bit underneath the X-ray one, says that they found eggs inside. I was it. Just, yeah, I was just about to say that. I yeah. See that. Yeah, on the X-rays, the specimens were also shown during the hearing, with experts testifying under oath 
that one of the bodies is seen to have eggs inside. Burn it! Yeah. Burn it! We cannot risk these fuckers hatching! He could have faked the eggs as well, couldn't he? Oh. Yeah, he's, he's not shoving chicken eggs into that, is he? Well, he might have done, you don't know, do you? They're not big enough! They won't be like. A couple live of warbler viable. eggs. Yeah. <laughs> they won't be live viable eggs, will you they? You don't know! Aliens? Oh, Maybe that's some kind of weird hibernation state pa- for them? With paper mache eggs? Like, are you suggesting that these are fake? Well, I think they need to stick some needles in it mm. and just, you know, take a bit of DNA out and have a look. And they need to do an independent test yeah, rather than this. Need to do some more. I need, I need more evidence before I can. Well, say. hopefully there'll be some follow ups on this. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. At the public hearing, Mr. Musan showed U.S. officials and members of the Mexican government several videos of, quote, UFOs and unidentified anonymous phenomena before unveiling the alleged alien corpses. We need a big reveal. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, <I> <laughs> Drop about, the curtains. I was about to do that after you said anomalous phenomena. <laughs> you know, as you say, that might be in one, two, the two hardest words for you possible yeah, I did it. And you got it. Nailed it. Professional, no, Pete. Professional self-proclaimed journalist <laughs> and ufologist. So, Mr. Musan said, these specimens are not part of our terrestrial evolution. These aren't, being, these aren't beings that were found after a UFO wreckage. They were found in diatom or algae mines and were later fossilised. So, he's okay. suggesting that they're part of our terrestrial evolution, but at the same time, over 30% of the specimen's DNA was unknown. He's claiming that. We don't know that. He's claiming the specimens have been studied by scientists at the Autonomous National University of Mexico who drew evidence, DNA evidence using radiocarbon dating. Could they not be like another human species, like the hobbits? No. Why? You just saw it, didn't you? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we found hobbits, real-life hobbits. Have we? Yeah. I don't know, about five, ten years ago, something like that. were they just pygmies, technically? Well, well, they called them hobbits in the article. They're the same size as the hobbits. They were humans, humanoids. Until so they were wiped out by Homo sapiens. Probably. It's on a small island somewhere. I'm but sure. there is a... There is just... That's about the same height as them. But there's a... That's like, that's like two foot tall yeah. hobbits, or at least four foot. There is a dwarf... Nah. There is a dwarf, one of the... You've got pygmy tribes, haven't you? They're yeah. like three foot tall. There's there's dwarves that look like complete, perfectly formed miniature humans. Mm-hmm. That sounds so awful. I don't know how to describe it. You got people. They're like... just miniaturized in proportion. They're fully yeah. normal proportion. We have other dwarves that have got like almost like a full size body, almost a full size head, and tiny little legs. But then there are ones that are completely in proportion aren't mm-hmm. they and they're just perfect mm-hmm. little mini people, humans like a foot tall aren't they yeah okay not far off yeah so I understand why there's so few of them <laughs> you're right yeah. it could be but I've seen the pig yeah I've seen like people who are like a foot tall but they don't look crazy they don't they tend to live very long do they but they don't look human or at all the shape of their head and their face the aliens not the people not the dwarves yeah, yeah. not the, yeah. the front the, the aliens the alien. uh, okay they don't look like human but they could have been an offshoot you, you some know, kind you. of sub race lost yeah. lost to time mm. we'll see yeah we'll, we'll update you yeah we'll keep it going we'll keep an eye on that hopefully experts reveal why Saudi Arabia's one trillion dollar 
75 miles long skyscraper is a bad idea. That's a pretty big fucking skyscraper. Last month, news emerged that construction was underway on Saudi Arabia's futuristic megacity project Neom, which is set to consist of a pair of skyscrapers stretching 75 miles across the desert. Wow. Well, I thought a skyscraper was just a building that went up. I mean, it's going up too. The name Neom is a portmanteau made up from the ancient Greek prefix Neo, meaning new, and M, which is the first letter of the Arabic word for future, and also the first letter of Saudi Arabia's crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman. It was Salman who launched the project last year, which has also been branded The Line. On paper, it looks like the stuff of science fiction. Two completely reflective skyscrapers stretching across dozens of miles of desert to form a corridor 500 metres high and just 200 metres wide. Yeah, so it's still 500 metres high. Fucking hell. So that is one hell of a skyscraper. It's crazy, yeah. 75 And to house miles. 9 million people. Oh God, it is like Judge Dredd, isn't it? It's uh, into that, legacy. That's the picture I'm getting, but stretched long instead of tall. Yeah, it's, it's Judge Dredd. Residents will have access to all their daily needs within five-minute walk neighbourhoods. Do you know what? Doesn't sound like the worst idea in the world. Yeah, it'll be car-free, carbon-neutral, have its own temperate-regulated microclimate. Artificial intelligence will be a huge part of living within the line. It sounds like a slave. <laughs> it sounds like slaveholding. How does it? It sounds like Star Trek. We're, tr- we're cramming you all into this and AI is going to rule you. Doors open. <laughs> thinking you know it's star trek doors closed lights on it's gonna take 50 years to complete hell of a project though isn't it cool. crown prince wants it done by 2030 heads will roll <laughs> <laughs> quite literally <laughs> say literally oh be if he gets it done by 2030 it's gonna be a fucking hellhole how close to the shore is he doing it because you don't want to do it too close to the shore why flooded 500 foot fucking monster beast, a 500 meter monster beast. Like, it's like I imagine they'll have ways to get away they from. Can make the, whole, they can make, make whole islands these days, can't they? Over there, and have done, haven't they? So, well, they they experts are believing that a circle be better than a line because of the negative impact on quality of life. They say, right. Maximise the distance between its inhabitants. So if your mate lives at the other end and you live at the one end, it's a long way to go, isn't it? Yeah. So I have 80 train stations. Fuck. And even the commutes would still be 60 minutes, even with a, from one end to the other. Fucking hell. But if it's a circle, you could have a radius of two miles and people could reach 24% of the population within 1.2 miles. So that simple change would also mean that residents would be more mobile so they could cycle and walk the short distances. That does make sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess. It just sounds like they're just cramming us all into somewhere. I like the sound of circles, like big sort of pod cities or, you know. The domes. No domes. You don't need domes. It's just for the aesthetic look. It just makes sense, doesn't it? It's eccentric circles. Yeah. Getting bigger as you go out. Yeah, it's it's an interesting idea. Certainly ambitious. It is. Really gonna do that and fund Newcastle United. Uh-huh. 
Right, cursed painting sells for more than £1,600 after twice being returned to charity shop. I love a cursed painting. I love a charity shop. <laughs> you're a charity shop queen, you are. You don't normally find paintings worth £1,600 in charity shops, do you? No. Or cursed ones for that matter. Yeah. So last owner, Zoe Elliott Ooh. Brown, said she took the painting back to the charity shop after being chased by an unidentified black figure. Oh, shadow people. Oh, that's a creepy painting, though. Yeah. Well, it's got a young girl with a brown hair, side part. Their it? eyes are just boring into my soul. They are. And she, she's looking quite innocent and, like, pink top on... She's got a little smirk about her. I think she looks a bit I evil. I think she looks really fucking... I think she looks evil. Yeah. She looks evil. She, she's she's she not happy. Them eyes, she's, that, that's not a smirk. That's a... It's a smirk of what's about to happen to you. I think it's the devil horns that make her look really evil. <laughs> the devil horns. <laughs> there are two kind of weird like things coming out the side of her head there. Well, the the yeah. canvas or not, but... All right, okay, Claire, let's, del- let's delve in. So the painting went viral after it was pictured in an East Sussex charity shop with a warning on it saying, she's back, sold twice and returned twice. Are you brave enough? <laughs> so yeah, this Zoe Elliott Brown was the last person to, to buy it from the Hastings Advice and Reception Centre. Representation. Representation Centre in August. She told ITV's This Morning programme that after the purchase, she was chased by this unidentified black figure. So she could be just a fucking racist. Mm. <laughs> she could be, but... So, shortly after... So, it's gone back to the charity shop. Who's bought it now? It's going for 16... The final... They haven't done any of the... Revealed the name of the uh, bidder. So it's been listed on eBay and an offer for 450 was made, but that has now more than tripled with a final bid being £1,680 and 1p. And all the half the profits are going to the, what was it again? The, the Hark. The Hark. I don't like that picture, man. I wouldn't have that in my house. I wouldn't no, have it. Creepy as fuck. Same eyes. It's boring, isn't it? Someone will be asking, who's that little picture of that little girl? Yeah. On you. I'm getting like. Warm. You can check this out, listener. It's skynews.com forward slash story forward slash curse painting. Yeah. The way she's staring at me is like, you've ate my chocolate cake. She looks angry, doesn't she? Yeah. She's like, she looks like she's about to knife you. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking, well, I don't believe in curse things. So. I was thinking more of a small axe, but yeah, I'm yeah. on that. Well, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying, Mike. I'm aware of the cur- is can things be cursed, but there's some things that just have an unsettling look about them. Only because you. I mean, I wouldn't have the picture. Cursed, I wouldn't have. Told the... it was lucky. You'd be have a different. If that, response if that come to on the antique show, I'd be like, "That's the fucking devil." <laughs> you know, because you've been told it. No, but the antique. No, if they were just doing it on the. Oh, mm. this picture's worth. I don't go. I fucking don't like the look in her eye. It's the same reason I haven't got a life-size painting of the Vigo portrait from Ghostbusters 2 in the front room. I haven't seen it. I've got a bathroom. Sleeps with it. He's my only friend. It's in the shower because his shower curtain's always closed. Yeah. That's my shrine to him. Mike, are you talking to Vigo, the Carpathian? <laughs> Scourge of Moldavia? Yeah. <laughs> You may want to stop that. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble, mate. It'll be fine. 
Is that oh. what that fucking pink slime was I found <laughs> earlier? You turned the tap on. I did. <laughs> yeah. What? You got to get into it with a child snatching, mate. He always wants children. <laughs> I'm sure that toaster was turning itself on earlier. Funny enough, Jackie Wilson was playing earlier, and that toaster was dancing. No fucking way. <laughs> All right. Cannibal prison has lags forced to eat each other to survive and reeks of rotting flesh. Fucking hell, where's this? I was in Rwanda. I'm not surprised. Is anyone else surprised? Well, it's still a bit rough. Isn't it's it, rough, but is, is anyone else surprised it's in Rwanda or some like really crappy country? Have you where? never watched World's Toughest Prisons? No. It's on Netflix. That's quite interesting. Is that the one with Ross Kemp? No. Yeah. Raphael Rowe, he was convicted and served 12 years for murder and then he was acquitted he, he, was, he was found innocent he, no, he genuinely didn't do the murder so he's just some bloke now then yeah but he goes to all the toughest prisons in the world and spends a week in there as an inmate oh right okay that's interesting with, with like a very small camera crew and they come in and real heroes of this the camera crew aren't they fucking right and do you know what he's been he's been to one where there's cannibalism really? or, or there had been cannibalism okay. but like what I'm trying to say is, you know, the headline, I'm like, well, that's, if that was in Britain, I'd be terribly shocked. Yeah. If that was in any Western Europe, or even Brexit Britain, I don't know Brexit would be that shocked. No, 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 no. I mean, Russia, Getting that way. Russia, maybe some Eastern European terrible, mm. like, you know, Russia then, Russia, that wouldn't surprise me. Rwanda, not a country known for its stability, and there was a genocide there. You know, I'm not so surprised. Let's get into it. A barbaric prison in Africa is hell on earth with people able to smell the stench of rotting flesh from dead corpses inside its walls as far as a mile away. Oh, oh Jesus. Inmates of the Rwanda prison Git- Gitarama, one of the world's deadliest, are forced to eat the rotting corpses of other inmates in order to survive. Oh, Bloody hell. Rapists, robbers, murderers and some of the most violent criminals in the country lay inside its filthy and overcrowded walls. But it's feared that some of the inmates may be entirely innocent. It doesn't surprise me. No. Can't imagine the Rwandan justice service system is up to much, can you? No. The unimaginable jail on the outskirts of Rwanda's capital, Kigali, was built in 1960s housing for British workers. It was later converted into a jail designed to hold around 400 prisoners at the time. The troubling conditions mean inmates are often left with no choice but to stand due to a lack of space, with as many as 8,000 trapped inside, despite the prison's capacity currently being somewhere between 1,300 and 3,000. Wow. But originally built for 400. Yeah. There's a prisoner there where prisoners are sleeping in their bunk beds and the floor is full of human sewage. Yeah. Lovely. I can see that because I don't have glasses on. <laughs> More than a thousand men are reported to have died in Gitamara in 1995 alone and even today the stench of faeces and rotting flesh is said to be detectable up to a mile away. Reports state that multiple prisoners a day can die in the Gitamara jail due to the foul conditions. It's also been reported there's no sewer system, meaning convicts must trawl barefoot through their own feces or sleep soaked in sewage. Oh, fuck's sake. 
fucking hell on earth, isn't it? This is just brutal. Makes you wonder why anybody commits any kind of crime. Well, half of them might be innocent. Well, some of them might be innocent. Well, Not half, some. Might be half. Well... You don't know. I don't know, but you just said some. Mm -hmm. No medical care. Health conditions take lives daily. As do gangs who are free to commit brutal crimes against those who disagree with them. And many inmates in the prison are still awaiting trial. So you're sleeping in your own sewage, in that mm. trench between your bunk beds. You go out the shower, you go out that room, where there's still shit everywhere, smeared on the walls, blood, maybe the odd corpse. And then you walk straight into the middle of a fucking gang battle. Yeah. Who are not only like just taking eyeballs, they're also raping. And no one's batting a fucking eyelid and you're stuck in the middle of it all yeah, of a sudden. and there's some people in there that are still waiting for their trial and they've been in there for 16 years. Oh, Jesus. Legal purgatory. I oh. mean, he could be completely innocent. Yeah. 16 years just to get to trial in that fucking hellhole. And they're eating each other? Yeah. Oh. Weird, they're all in... You know what? That, that, they're all in pink, pink suits. That just makes it even weirder, doesn't it? Looks like Squid Game. <laughs> Not far off it. Well, so the in- oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, so the inmates serving life sentences after having committed the most deplorable crimes, it's widely thought that they have nothing to lose, so commit more heinous acts to earn respect from fellow criminals. Hmm. That's the thing. If you're in there for life, you might as well make the best of it. That's that's how they look at it. To end, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Kiyonga, commander of Gitamar in the mid-1990s, when a thousand people were dying was it every year, heartbreakingly admitted that it was quite possible that some of the inmates were innocent. To quote him, it's possible some are innocent. I'm not saying our methods were always thorough, but the vast majority of these people are killers. Madness, isn't it? Oh. Well, that's... Let's put it this way. I won't be going on holiday to there. What, a Rwandan prison? Yeah. I wouldn't go on holiday to a Rwandan prison. I don't know where you're booking your holidays, mate. <laughs> Big Jeff behind you, you take away. Where'd you like to go stay, son? Well, I don't fancy a Rwandan I've prison. You, I've got you a lovely two weeks in a Rwandan prison, all inclusive. <laughs> so £4.50 on, a night. On sweet toilet. <laughs> At your feet toilet. On <laughs> yeah. suite, definitely on suite. Yeah, it is a shared room, but there won't be that many of you. Yeah. <laughs> Not after you've eaten a few of them. Open, <laughs> open buffet. <laughs> open buffet, all inclusive. Can <laughs> uh, you move on? Yeah, we can do. Mad scientist. <laughs> You know what? Fuck it, I'm going to say it. I wouldn't mind being known as a mad scientist as you guys. Nah, no, I'd dig that, yeah. <laughs> that, that, of all titles, is, is not bad at all, is it? Mad scientist. Yeah. Mad scientist, nano-engineer Carson Bruns creates magic tattoo that wearers can turn off to visit Grandma's house and then back on to party. Wow. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He developed magic ink, which turns on with ultraviolet light 
and turns off in daylight or even a flashlight. Okay. The assistant professor at the University of Colorado Boulder tested the invention on himself and tattooed a small blue dot on his forearm. Magic ink comes in half ounce bottles and is available to buy for $100, which is a lot more than regular ink costs, but red is the only colour available for now. Red? Mm-hmm. He did it in blue on his own arm. Oh, yeah. That's what I was just wondering, like... Who wants a red tattoo? People do have them. Well, no, I have yeah, some I'd done. want mine sort of glowing blue under UV light, you know, proper woo! Bright. Hang on, who did he team up with? Oh, actually, look at that red. That looks quite cool. He, t- he teamed up with Keith Bang Bang McCurdy. <laughs> <laughs> a fo- a and a former doctoral student to invent more unique tattoo technology. Bang Bang. Uh, Keith, they call me Bang Bang. <laughs> oh, Keith. <laughs> so, yeah, what do you think? Pretty cool. Tattoo you can turn on and off. It's interesting, isn't it? With the colour of that, yeah, I'd have a lightsaber. Hmm. Well, I'd just have like a little, you know, the little end of the lightsaber. And be like, what's that? And then you just get your own little UV light. Like the pocket, mm. and you'd be like, wow. Like yeah. That. And the most nightclubs are That's the dark you. side as well. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Is anyone watching Ahsoka? No, I haven't got Disney at the moment. Yeah. Very good. Really enjoy it. <laughs> like Keith Bang Bang McCurdy. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Bang Bang. Teams up with a mad scientist. <laughs> it's a story that's got a lot of fucking in- inputs into <laughs> one. It's a good. I like it. I, I love the fact he's disguised as a mad scientist. I love Keith McCurdy's nickname. I hardly think it's mad science when it's literally some. No. Some yeah, that's just one of, that's one of the things that he's doing, mm. isn't it? He's he's just he's, he must have done other things. You're not just a mad scientist for getting <laughs> invisible tattooing. You've done other shit. He also released hippos into <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And invented grilled hippo bacon. <laughs> He's getting there. <laughs> okay, and finally. So, Cartel Boris. Sorry. Boris. <laughs> Boris. Uh, Cartel Boris. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nickname you're after. Uh, it's Boris Johnson Dangerous. Uh, I, I was looking at like the following word, buried, uh-huh. and I was like, bar, bars, buried, buried. Cartel buried. Boris. You can also call him Cartel Boris sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Cartel Boss buried under mountain of guns so that he's armed to the teeth in afterlife. Okay, that's a bit redonkulous, isn't oh, it? It's no different than... The Egyptians buried Egyptians, themselves with gold. Vikings, you yeah. buried yourself with gold weapons, whatever you think you need in the afterlife. It's no different than any of that. <laughs> so, Man- Manuel... Julian Salvino Bustamante, the leader of the Ecuadorian drug cartel, was gunned down this week. Bizarre videos shown from his funeral, family members and friends filling the coffin with guns. I'll leave these when I visit St. Peter. He's going to gun his way to heaven. <laughs> he's not in heaven, he's got tons of angels coming at him, and he's got two M60s. Ah! Just screaming and shooting into the sky. 
basically, he's basically Scarface. Yeah, snorting a mate of cocaine. He's got mountain of cocaine in front of him, he just dips his head in it. Yeah. And he's like, ah, 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 away. Severlano was gunned down on Wednesday afternoon, September the 13th, in broad daylight while at a car wash with his daughter, 20, That's and a, a bodyguard. Police have since confirmed that a young woman also died after being crushed into a hospital. Rushed. Had been rushed to a hospital in Quevedo. Can we call him Buster Mendy? That's a better name. Just Manuel. Keep it casual. Buster Mendy is a quarter. You can't go casual with a cartel boss, Claire. That's where you're going wrong. (laughs) That's where I'm going wrong all this time. I'm 40 years old. That's where you've been going wrong. You can't walk into these cartel bosses' mansions and start calling them Boris and Juan and. Uh, Julian and Manuel can't do it they want some respect that's what you're going to hit I was a big time coke dealer (laughs) so it seems that they have followed his movements Julian always came to wash his car in the morning his enemies took advantage of that Ah, I see you get a routine you can't have a routine on Thursday videos emerged showing his body in an open casket bizarrely those gathered around the coffin were seen placing weapons Inside, ranging from small handguns to large rifles, placing items into caskets is a relatively common practice across the world. Do you think he's oh just not so much with shit loads of guns? See how many guns are all there? He's, he's covered in guns. <laughs> it's just amnesty, isn't it? It's just it is. They're gonna make a statue out of them. They're gonna make a gun angel, aren't <laughs> they? Have you seen the gun bee? No. It was at Dolly Day a couple of years back. The gun bee. So there was like proper like assault rifles and shit in it and you're like what that, where'd they get that from and why haven't I got one <laughs> no no not, not for everyone not for every Tom Dick and Harry owning an assault rifle you're not American no <laughs> <laughs> no very clearly not no <laughs> so yeah that was it really he got gunned down last week and oh this week they buried him very swiftly but with shit loads of guns so he can I uh, like it. go and help raise hell in heaven. I, 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 I say that with very <laughs> confused look on my face because I'm assuming. I think he was accused of murder, multiple murders and things. Well, so. th- I'm assuming he's going to storm that, hell, isn't he? He's well, he's going. He's not. Boss. He's not going up, is he? Let's no. face it. So, Depends if he got to repent before he died. Well, he's obviously arming himself. So when he does get down to hell, maybe he'll be facing some of the dicks that he gunned down in the past do you think he's a fan of the movie Doom or the computer game Doom because he used to, he used a lot of guns to blast his way through hell yeah man shooting demons you know I didn't see no uh, minigun but no or the BFG no I didn't see that either still a lot of guns covered in guns oh, yeah literally covered I wouldn't fancy the being a poor bear and carrying that back in. <laughs> Fuck me, that would have weighed some, wouldn't it? It would. Lowering it down, like, into the... The pointless thing is, though, he got cremated. How did he? I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> Them guns weren't loaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was definitely, definitely was sent off with a bang, wasn't he? Yeah. You're not getting that crown. <laughs> and on that note, I'm in bed. Thanks very much for listening. You know what? Small aliens in Mexico... Is that just a statement? Are they fake? Are they are they the invention of a mentally ill man? Are they real? 
Have we got tiny little alien ET fucking ancestors? I like how you're ending with a question there, isn't it? Yeah. Throw it out there, make them think. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. And of course, we really. Mike just wants dogmatic Jedi culture. And I think, Bert, check out our list on eBay before it's I've been Pete. Have a good week. Bye.